The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Did some crazy things that a lot of people would say it's pretty foolish to do with someone who's in a wheelchair um, with Duchenne um, and kind of try to defy the odds and have a lot of fun doing it. Desiring to glorify God in all circumstances, these young men inspire others to live each day with purpose and joy. I'm James, this is Betty. Life today welcomes you. I just, I'm just so excited to show you, to show you something beautiful, show you love. Uh, you know, I grew up, uh, I'm a poor kid, but the Texas, University of Texas would let poor kids go and sit in kind of a knotto and watch the football team at Texas Longhorns. And one thing we learned as little kids, we gotta really take on the Aggies and gotta beat them. That's the biggest thing in all the world, beat the Aggies. So we kind of grew up, you know, looking horns and picking on Aggies. Somebody says, you know, when an Aggie graduates, what does everybody call him? Been telling jokes. They say, yes, sir, boss. That's what you say. <laughs> these, these, these are incredible students. I've got a grandson there now. But I saw a glimpse the other day of some big old boys. I think I'll show you just a little of that footage right now. Some big old boys really helping a kid that was in a wheelchair that, you know, he wasn't able to do a lot of things. And I saw in these strong guys, <clears throat> Betty, I saw, I saw God's love. I saw a legitimate interest in somebody. And these guys decided to take uh, Kyle, a very uh, challenged uh, young man, Kyle Cox, and he'll tell you about the disease. They tried to take him on a road trip. And the, one of the ones that's here with us now that kind of helped head it up is named Tug White. I want you to welcome Tug and Kyle from Texas A&M to life today. Would you do that? <laughs> we, we saw a few glimpses when I was talking about you guys. Was there four of you or five of you? How many of you kind of went on this trip with him? There were six total, including Kyle and myself. Okay. What in the world got into you, man? Do you guys show an interest in this, this guy here and want to give him the trip of his life? What, what's going on? Yeah, so <clears throat> Kyle has always kind of given me grief right when we became friends about taking him to do some of the fun stuff that I was doing or that some buddies would do. And, and I always just kind of ruled Kyle out early on in our relationship thinking, oh, well, he's in a wheelchair, he can't do that. And didn't really actually explore the options to, to, to do some of the wild, crazy, fun things with him. And so said, well, we'll put together a road trip kind of our last summer before we're out in the real world. Uh, we're still students. And so we rented an RV and uh, went toured through the southwestern part of the US and did some crazy things that a lot of people would say is pretty foolish to do with someone who's in a wheelchair um, with Duchenne um, and kind of tried to defy the odds and have a lot of fun doing it. And did you? 
<laughs> a little too much fun at some points. Yeah. Were you surprised? I was certainly surprised. They had been planning it for a whole month beforehand, and there were a couple times I almost found out about the trip. <laughs> so they had been keeping it surprised for a month and a half, and when that RV pulled up in front of my house, I was shocked. I was really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did it do for you, the interest they showed in you? What did it do for you? Because you grew up. I think probably you didn't have a lot of people trying to look for ways to get out and have fun. Tell us a little bit about how you grew up and what you felt. And would you tell our viewers what this disease is and kind of give us a little understanding of it? Yes. So uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy is a progressive disease that only affects boys. And it only affects um, one out of every 3,500 boys. So it's pretty rare. So there's not really a whole lot of uh, research treatment or even a cure out there. Uh, but, um, yeah. When you were in school, did, how'd the kids treat you? So uh, when I was in school, um, I really felt like my friendship was just really superficial, kind of side-by-side friendship. I felt like my friends, were just, they were just, um, when they would hang out with me, they were just doing a favor. They didn't really genuinely try to get to know me. But when I got to A&M, that just wasn't the case. Um, I still remember the first time I met Tug, we were at Impact Camp, which is um, kind of a Christian uh, camp for incoming freshmen for A&M. And he came up to me and just like, hey, do you want to play some checkers? And I was just like, sure, why not? <laughs> so we just started playing checkers. And, <clears throat> and then um, once we got into A&M, our friendship just kind of grew from there. How, how did the other guys respond to you when you started bringing up all these ideas? Because they looked to me like they were in it in the pictures, and I don't yeah. think they were showing off. It looked like something was happening to these big guys to say, man, this is this is the real deal. Yeah, well, they, they the other guys on the trip um, love Kyle and some of his best friends as well, and so uh, we were all about it. Um, and the, the fatality rate for boys with Duchenne is pretty young. And we kind of see it as, a lot of people would say it's kind of morbid or sad to talk about or think about this way or shouldn't be talked about it. But we see it as like, I mean, we got our best buddy. We want to live it up. And, <laughs> and like none of us are promised another day. No one is. Yeah, uh, and, but especially even um, boys would do shit. And so we're like, I mean, yeah, it might be dangerous, but you know, some things we're doing are pretty stupid, but are a lot of fun and we're here now. So everything worked out well. Um, yeah, they were all about it. We took turns driving the RV. We drove for about six days nonstop. We didn't stop, I think, more than about three hours at a time. And just you get to see a lot of good sights mm -hmm. with some Definitely. real buddies? Definitely. All right. Now, you were making like a documentary of this, right? Yes, sir. By the way, let me ask you, Eddie, what do you think when you see this going on and see these big old boys showing an interest like this? I think it's awesome. And I, I, I'm curious to know what has... Kyle done for you. Yeah. What changes he made in your life? Yeah. Uh, that no. <laughs> Kyle's had a, a bigger impact in my life, I'd say probably than than most certainly than I have in his. So he it's really easy to look at things through the lens of what can I like he mentioned earlier some superficial relationships. It's really easy to go get lunch with someone who maybe seems less fortunate or disabled in a way. Just kinda feel good about yourself and and um, Kyle, I mean I was looking for friends. Like going to AM, I wanted I wanted friends. And so I when I met Kyle at Impact Camp, you know, I 
I knew that I'd met someone. We have a lot of similar interests, so you wouldn't think so given like the physical side of things, but we do. And he, um, he showed me that, that it's not just about what like mutually benefiting, like how, how can I, um, it's always about like people are always asking, how can I, you know, what can I do for him? I want to pity him. And, and, and people will do that. And they think, how can I help Kyle? When in reality, like my whole perspective has changed. And so I'll, like we joke and stuff and we make people feel awkward a lot and I give them a hard time and we'll make a comment that someone around be like, oh my gosh, did he just say that? Um, maybe something about the wheelchair or like when he'll try and squeeze through people at a restaurant and I'll get all mad at him and say how inconsiderate he is and like to mess with people. Um, but really just like at the end of the day, um, he's, he's someone with common interests who is made in the image of God and so because of that, that's, that's where our, our worth is found. And so there was nothing really um, that I had to offer him at all. It was more of changing my perspective um, and, and taking my self-righteousness and saying, okay, well, this is a dude that has changed my life by his perspective and his lens and the joy that he has that's found and rooted in Jesus. Whereas I know, okay, if, I'm in that, if I was in Kyle's situation, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing anything. I'd be griping. I'd be complaining. I'd be trying to be the victim. And Kyle, he is the total opposite of that. And, uh, seeing right. through the lens of him and being with him makes me a, a better man and know Jesus more. you feel like Jesus helps you do that? Yes. you think Jesus helped them do what they did? Yes. you think Jesus is pleased with what they did? I think so. <laughs> I know so. He still remembers some of the things you're doing. You yeah, go back and think about some of <laughs> Now, look, they did a whole film, video film, and they had it all in Saved. And somebody comes into their camera truck that was covering all this and stole everything. And so the hard drive it was on, they have no copy. So everything they did, they just wanted to share inspiration and maybe encourage people to research and support research. And it's all gone. And uh, how would you want people to pray for you in relationship to that? Because nothing will change the love you poured out, but you were trying to do something to say, we want to show people something. That's what we're doing right here. So you don't mind people praying for you all that this will be able to be carried on. But is there any way that something could be done that you feel like you could still accomplish something that might have been accomplished by the film? Is there something you want people to pray with you about? That yeah. Maybe you can find a way to do something to offset it or make up yeah. for it or still accomplish your goal? Yeah, so, I mean, in essence, we believe that all things work out to the, for the good for those who love Jesus. And, and we believe that somehow through the devastation of what we did, um, somehow that God's going to be magnified and glorified in that, whether that's one person watching live today who has Duchenne and is hopeless at the time, or whether that's um, another, um, another part two of Kyle Goes to Prom, the road trip that we did, but all over the world where someone from an iCloud storage base type deal comes and says, hey, we'll sponsor that. We want to we spread the, the hope and the joy that's found um, that people can have through a lens with a disease that's so hope that a lot of people view as hopeless. And so prayer mainly that um, it would be really cool if we had our hard drives returned or they're probably sitting in some pawn shop in Dallas, but <laughs> that'd be really cool. That'd be a great start. But also um, just through where it's really easy to say, you know, this is horrible. It's devastating. Yeah, it is in a sense, but also that some way um, 
that God's going to be glorified through that. Um, and, and we trust that. We know that. And we don't always get to see the fruits of that, but it'd be really cool to see the fruits of that. It'd be really cool to do a trip with a little more capital than the couple thousand dollars that we raised and take Kyle maybe all over the world um, and do something really similar to give boys, boys, young boys with Duchenne hope. Do they give you, when they talk to you, uh, Kyle, have they given you some kind of timeline that they say is going to be pretty typical for somebody with what you face? What, what, are, the, what are the so-called experts say to you? Yeah, so um, the, with this disease, most boys, they don't even live to see 30. I mean, there might be one or two rare instances where a boy lived to see 30. But, um, How old are you now? I am 22. Mm -hmm. but, but you're not counting the days and years, are you? <laughs> no, I know that's in God's hands. So. Well, we're all in God's hands. Yes. <clears throat> Let me tell you, do you want everybody to know the Jesus that gives you a sense of peace, even with the challenges that you, uh, that you, uh, you know, face? I think what gives me a sense of peace is just knowing my purpose. I know my purpose is to glorify God in everything I do, and whether that just bring that hope, just going around a and campus with a smile on my face. Is he giving people hope? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kyle's probably one of the most recognizable people at A&M, and you just say, yeah, the guy dragging, um, driving around with the really pretty golden retrievers and the girls following him, and <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how he's, no, but yeah, he, he absolutely has, and um, I'd say he's probably, probably one of the most recognizable guys at A&M, and it's, the guy that's always walking around grinning year to year. Do y'all graduate this year? You? Um, I'll graduate in December. I'm a little behind, but. We'll All right, so you'll go through another football season. What about you? When do you graduate? I'll be graduating in May. In May, okay. Well, I was just looking for one more time for him maybe to go out on the field with the bulldog and his dog. <laughs> Have a little parade. I just, we just got all these images just going, just, you know, the love. Let me, let me just say to all the NM students, um, y'all really are special. I'm glad you can laugh at the jokes. And um, I know a lot of kids have gone there. I know about the great prayer meetings. And some of you may stay out of them. You may be still the party people. But listen, you're so special. And uh, one of the things I've always said, if I were a pastor, I would ask everyone in my church to have some kind of a little garden. I would try to teach uh, little kids to have a plot and try to grow something and understand that it's very difficult to grow in a field when that field's being attacked. But when you love it, you can grow beautiful, beautiful flowers. And the Lord says we are his fertile field, his cultivated field, and he wants to grow beautiful crops. And I want to say to all you students at A&M and every student, you can grow beautiful crops. You can grow beautiful fruit, and that's what you're seeing and so that's my challenge to you is to, is to do that. I believe it's love that moves you guys. And I'm just kind of letting people look at the images right now while I'm talking to you. Of the things that you all were doing on the road trip. They're just kind of watching you. And they're seeing the joy and the smiles and the love. And it's beautiful. And I need both of you to know and all your buddies to know <clears throat> that when I saw you, I didn't just see some A&M students reaching out to a kid that was somewhat limited. I saw the love of God being poured out through big old boys on somebody that really recognized it and who had it himself. 
and me just seeing that clip of what's a stolen video, I saw Jesus, and you can't steal that from me or anybody else. And I wish everybody watching us would show this world the love of God because it has no limit and it simply seeks a channel, a vessel through which it can flow freely. And you can be that channel of blessing. And so, Kyle, um, I just want to thank you for being a blessing in a challenge situation. How are your parents doing? How have they handled your journey? You know, when I was first diagnosed, it was uh, very hard on them for a couple months. Uh, when, they, when the doctor told them they, were, they said there was no cure, there's no treatment, and that I wouldn't live to see 20. And yet here I am still here, 22 years old, and we're looking at treatment even. I mean, there's, there's a cure on the horizon. And so just praise God, just keep your hope in God. And I mean, if, if not me, then at least it'll be the next generation of boys. Your mom and dad doing okay? Yes, but my mom and dad Mom and Dad, thank you. Hey, thank you. Lord, thank you for letting us see a glimpse of your love. And I'm asking you to multiply it even today through every viewer that you just start letting a river of love flow. In Jesus' name, Kyle, I, uh, I want to thank you, Tug. I want to thank you. I... Uh, I want y'all to be praying. You know, we'll pray those. If you got the film or know where it is, how about get it back? If you stole some stuff and you don't know what's on it, well, take a chance. If they needed to mail it to you, where would they mail it? To? What, what, give me an address. Yeah, 307 Fidelity Street, College Station, Texas. We actually, we'll give them, whoever stole it, we've got a $5,000 reward, so we'll... Even if you stole it, we'll pay you five thousand bucks for it, and we won't. We don't we'll give you the reward for getting we'll you clean. We'll give you the reward. <laughs> you hear that? Wow. Wow. You're not gonna get that selling that stuff. So mail it to them, and go ahead and give them a phone number. Uh, you know, figure something out because y'all are gonna call the number and thank them. You're not gonna get them arrested, right? Correct. Yeah. I'm gonna put a search on on the phone. So hey, no, don't go not. borrow somebody's phone, tell them to call that, let you know, and get them arrested. Don't do that. Yeah. You start playing games. Get this thing back and get it right. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You made a mess. Why don't you go ahead and be a part of a miracle? And let's just pray that happens. Would y'all say thanks to this A and M guy and his buddies, and thanks to uh, Kyle. And I want to thank all of you who watch Life Today because, you see, the main outreach of Life Today is this. We, we said when Betty and I were led by God to do this, that we'd bring the family in the family room and help them know the Father. When you get to know the Father, then you begin to re reveal Him through the Son that connects you to the Father. And, and that's what we're here for. We want you to see Jesus. And I was always kind of the center of attention in the stadiums and coliseums. And I knew people meant well, but I wanted Jesus to be the center of attention, and I wanted to point to Jesus and others. I wanted them to look way beyond me, and we've been able to help people do that. And one of the things we do, guys, is we reach out to people nobody noticed, and you're going to see them right now in a little clip. We reach out to the hungry and the thirsty and the hurt and the ones that are being held prisoner and trafficked. 
in sexual predation and bondage. And I want you to watch this because you're going to send somebody out of prison on a road trip. They're not crippled. They're chained. They're bound as children and girls. And they're used. And you're going to set them free. You're going to take them on the road trip of their life with the power of love. I want you to watch. It's clear to me today, more than it has ever been, that I know nothing, nothing of suffering compared to this beautiful girl and thousands and thousands like her. It's really overwhelming. It's overwhelming because in Southeast Asia, she's not alone. There's thousands of girls like this and the only hope is not the government stepping in. The only hope is the body of Christ. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus said, the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. That's why Jesus came and that's why you and I are on this earth. We can't wait for somebody else to move in and help. It's our job, it's our responsibility. The sex traffickers are not sitting back thinking, well, you know, we'll take a day off. They are there. They're relentless. And if we as the body of Christ don't care more than they care, then God have mercy on us. There's no question you're hearing God, not Sheila. And Jesus said in that first great uh, proclamation in the synagogue, quoting Isaiah, that he came to set captives free like that beautiful girl. And since Sheila's been here with life, she's walked into new areas uh, that she had not seen up close and personal. And it's been, it's been life-changing, not only life-enriching, life-changing. And you could hear the passion. We'll set these people free. And Betty, we've been there. We know it can happen. We see what love does, so it's not wishful thinking. If, if the people who are watching us in this last week will help us, the love of God will flow to them. We will set so many free. We targeted 2,500 that the missionaries said, we believe we can reach and we can take care of and restore them. And Buer said, whatever you do, we'll match it. So if you can raise enough support to rescue 2,500, we'll match it, it'll be 5,000. So suddenly when you say today, I'm going to be an answer to that heart cry, I'm going to set 
that girl free and others like her. She represents the ones we're after. And it takes $128 to reach, rescue, and restore for a year. I'm going to do it. And it'll immediately be doubled. So when you said, I'm going to help one, you just help two because of the love of God flowing through others. So in this last week, here's what I'd like you to do right now. I want you to go online. I want you to call that number that's a prayer line for all the broken hearts. And most of the calls today will be people calling and say, please pray for me. And that's, that's what we, we rejoice in that because love even pays for that call. But I need many of you to call to be a lifeline and say, I'm going to set somebody free with the love of God through my gift. If you could help us set free, and I ask this many times, 10, could you make a $1,280 gift, a $1,200 gift? I believe you can. Some of you can. You say, I can. Well, it'll immediately be doubled. And you'll not just rescue 10 but 20. So this last week right now, would you please go online, dial the number, take your bank card, go get it. Write the number down. By the way, if you say, I can't make the call right now, write it down. Go get the card. If you write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us it's coming because we're going to let the missionaries know. Here's what we, God's people, enable you to do. Setting people free. We, do, we have some gifts to bless you, but you are giving freedom to someone in desperate need. Thank you for doing it. Innocent children and young people longing to be loved and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to warn children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can help restore young lives and give them a future. And now, a generous opportunity of a $320,000 matching gift means your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift, we'll send you the Age of Promise. Randy Robison reveals 10 promises woven through all of Scripture that will transform the way you view God, yourself, and others. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Prayer is Powerful wood plaque. This unique Scripture art piece is printed on premium birchwood, a beautiful reminder of the power of prayer. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children and you may request the beautiful Bridge of Faith framed canvas print. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online. Well, Betty and I just say from the depth of our heart, thanks for sharing God's love. Thanks for helping set captives free. And would you join with our audience here and you join with us and say to Tug and Kyle, thanks for being a blessing to us. Thanks for being a blessing to each other. And I sure hope somebody comes up with that footage. Yeah. It'll be fun to see. Thank all of you for watching. Pray God will return that or give them an even greater journey. Blessings over. Thank all of you.
After suffering horrific trauma himself, Victor Marx takes his mission of helping people with PTSD to some of the world's most dangerous places next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.